This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Elmo Fire in northwestern Montana has destroyed at least four homes and forced the evacuations of 150 residents west of Flathead Lake. Crews had to be pulled off the lines on Wednesday due to increased fire activity as the blaze continued to be pushed north by winds. Residents along Lake Mary Ronan Road and around the lake who had not yet heeded evacuation orders were asked to do so again by the Lake County Sheriff's Office. The fire could spot over the road implementing travel, according to officials. Another 100 residents are under pre-evacuation orders. The blaze started July 29th in grass along Flathead Lake near the Flathead Lake Indian Reservation and quickly moved into timber. It has charred nearly 29 square miles. The fire was 16% contained. At last report, the cause is still under investigation. Two brothers from East Helena, accused of participating in the January 6th Capitol breach in Washington, D.C., have reached a deal with federal prosecutors in which they will plead guilty to obstruction. Assistant U.S. Attorney Emily Allen told U.S. District Court Judge Timothy Kelly during a Zoom status conference that Jared and Joshua Hughes, who had nine counts filed against them, have agreed to plead guilty to one charge each. The judge asked Allen if the brothers should be heard separately, and that is when Allen said they would both plead guilty to the same obstruction count. The remaining counts will be dismissed. Kelly set an August 24th date for them to officially enter their pleas. He said he would permit the plea hearing to be held online, but said he would want the brothers to appear before him in Washington, D.C. for sentencing. The Hughes brothers were part of a group that broke open windows and doors to get into the Capitol, according to federal court documents. Jared and Joshua Hughes were charged with nine counts each that included civil disorder, obstruction in official proceeding, and aiding and abetting. The U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia said the Hughes brothers placed themselves at the tip of the spear that day, actively engaging in the destruction of government property. The commission that oversees the Montana State Library has decided to redo a controversial logo after a commission member argued the original design brought to mind a rainbow LGBTQ pride flag. Tammy Hall of Brosman criticized the colors during a June meeting and suggested the scheme be toned down to shades of blue, black, and gray. A subcommittee proposed and the commission agreed to ask the advertising agency that designed the logo to keep the overall design shape, but pair it with other colors that will reflect colors found in nature in Montana. The commission will consider the new logos later this year. The Interior Department has asked states to apply for $725 million to clean up abandoned mine sites as part of the 2021 infrastructure bill, but almost none of that money will come to Montana. Of that $725 million in new funding, 
more than one-third would go to just Pennsylvania, $244.9 million. Montana would receive $4.6 million, the third smallest amount, with only New Mexico and Alaska receiving less. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is now accepting applications for over $140 million for the fourth round of a grant and loan program to bring high-speed Internet to rural America. The USDA Rural Development Secretary Zakaki Torres-Small said for too long rural communities have been left out of the digital economy, even though they play a fundamental role in the economy as a whole. Awards include up to $150 million in loans, with up to $300 million in loan-grant combinations and $700 million in grants. Applications for the money will be accepted from September 6th through November 2nd. State, local, and territorial governments, corporations, cooperative organizations, and Native American tribes are all eligible to apply. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack announced the first wave of awards. This is now round three. Investments in the third round equaled $401 million. The awards will provide a discount of up to $30 a month for Wi-Fi services for low-income families. Tribal lands can qualify for a $75 discount on digital high-speed internet service. Proposed maps to divide Montana into new legislative districts sparked debate between commissioners with Democrats accusing Republicans of proposing an extreme partisan and gerrymandered legislative district map. Commissioners on the Montana Districting and Apportionment Commission for both parties presented their submissions for consideration on how to divide the legislative map for the 2024 elections. Democratic Commissioner Kendra Miller criticized the maps put forth by Republicans, saying they would unfairly favor Republican candidates in a way that would gain them at least 14 more seats in the House and decrease Native American representation in the legislature. Miller argued the Republican proposals would push the Republican advantage in districts beyond their already 57% advantage to Democrats' 43%. The commission is made of four commissioners, two selected by legislative Democrats and two by legislative Republicans. The committee chair is appointed by the Montana Supreme Court. Montana Democrats said the Republican commissioner's two proposed maps, quote, drastically reduce reservation communities' representation and blatantly break the standards set by the Voting Rights Act and subsequent Supreme Court decisions. Senator Susan Weber, the Democrat from Browning, said Native American communities have the right to equal participation in the political process, and the Republicans' map runs roughshod over that right. Montana Republicans issued a release saying, that Democrats submitted gerrymandered maps and also received the Republican maps prior to the meeting. The commission adopted criteria for legislative districts last summer, requiring districts to be as equal in population as is practicable, 
within a 1% deviation, but they still have to be in compliance with the Federal Voting Rights Act. District must be functionally compact in terms of distance and in one piece. The Commission also agreed to goals for the districting process which serve as priorities but not requirements, including language that no map favors one political party and that direct competitiveness be considered. Republican Jeff Essman said fairness is not listed in either the Montana Constitution or the U.S. Constitution when it comes to redistricting. Quote, the fair does not appear in the Montana Constitution with respect to drawing these maps. The commission voted 3-2 in favor of putting the proposed Republican maps up for public comment. Chairwoman Maylin Smith, the deciding vote to put the maps up, said she did not expect the maps presented Tuesday would be the final map going forward. The final map will be submitted to the 2023 legislature. The commission will hold nine public hearings on the proposed maps, both in person and on Zoom, in late August and early September. In a five-to-nothing decision, the Montana Supreme Court has said that courts in Gallatin and Missoula counties were correct in refusing to stop public schools in the state from COVID-19 masking requirements during the pandemic. The decision issued Wednesday was limited only to the issue of a temporary injunction, leaving courts in those two counties to decide whether masking mandates for students, staff, and visitors represent a violation of constitutional rights of parents. Parents had formed Stand Up Montana as a group to push back against masking mandates that were adopted around the state by public school boards. They had sought temporary injunctions against the mandates, which courts in both counties rejected. The Supreme Court noted that the issue of whether masking requirements were legal still remains to be settled. However, the High Court pointed out that even the conservative United States Supreme Court has acknowledged that public safety measures like masking are a compelling state interest during a time of pandemic. Part of Stand Up Montana's arguments was that parents should determine what medical care is appropriate for their children. The court rejected that argument. The court opinion says implementing mandatory masking policies in settings with high COVID-19 levels is no more of a medical treatment than a motorcycle helmet is for the treatment of a head injury. Quote, this comparison is especially apt in the view of routine school policies requiring the use of protective equipment in activities that present a risk of harm, such as playing football. And when an individual is no longer engaged in the activity, the protective gear is no longer required, as with the masking policy here. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, 
Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.